too many Tic Tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 3.38 starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we. That wasn't a great pod, was it? You want to run it back? Oh, Golflandia 212 <clears throat> on the Golflandia Network. Featuring me, Wiley77, the only member of the Golflandia Podcast Network. Or the Wiley77 Podcast Network. Uh, Brian Kirshner DM'd me today about an old podcast, which I don't have. He wanted to listen to for some reason. Brian Kirshner is a great guy and a great follow. So is his friend Andy Lack. And uh, I was wiped. Most most of my library was wiped out because I played on the intro a song by The Weeknd. I suggest never doing that, not even sampling it. Because whatever music group came after me, like Warner Brothers or Sony, they absolutely went insane against me. So, um, in order to not lose $10 trillion, I just decided to delete my old library and start new. And here we are. The Masters was fantastic-ish. <clears throat> I mean, listen, nothing against Scotty, Scheffler. It's tough to root for the favorite. Ever. Um... You know, I wanted Rory to win in the end, or Cam. Seeing Rory have that adrenaline in him, that version of Rory, the ball-striking Rory, who goes out and attacks a course with reckless abandon and has that sort of, you know, energy with a chip-in or pitch-in from the bunker on the final hole on 18 was amazing. That's the one we want. And I feel like I feel like that energy will carry over to 2023 for him. I I feel like he got something back there. Rory enjoying golf is good for golf. And so my must-plays of 2023, mind you, my notes from previous years was Xander's going to win one. Always add him. Probably not do that. Locke, Rom, he wins in 22. Didn't happen. But must-plays of 2023, Scheffler, Will Z, Connors. Will Z operates on a different level. He walks differently. He acts differently. His intensity is differently. He has this fearlessness about him. Once he gets more adept around the greens, which he will, 
he's going to be unstoppable. But in majors, always play Will Z. Connors as well. JT looked good. Lowry is a stud. Morikawa, who I don't play a lot, looked better. Cam Smith. Cam Smith just played too aggressively. Like I said, you know, a hole 12 on a, at Augusta National. That's where you win or lose it. And he went 9-iron versus 8-iron, and that was it, that ball game. And he knew it. And Minwoo Lee, I mean, you look for these rising stars. Minwoo Lee on Sunday. Minwoo Lee is, what, 20 years old? I mean, he has super megastar appeal, potentially. So, but in the end, as much as, you know, Scheffler is not the most exciting person to root for, he may win three or four of these in a row. I mean, how are you going to compete with that? I mean, he hits everything straight. He hits everything high and long. Uh, His approach shots, like the one on 14 on Sunday, insane. His round the green game, look at number three on Sunday. (coughs) Excuse me, insane. And he never misses any putts. So how are you going to compete with that? And now he's a green jacket, so the stress is off. I'm not going to do much for RBC Heritage except for speak with circling the drain, Josh. Ryan is off this week. And then do a maybe a larger close talking about a few things. This Will Wilcox, you know, etc. I had something prepared. I don't want to get too deep on it, but I feel I feel it's helpful for me to talk about it somewhat. So I'm going to just do a bigger close. Um, content exhausted somewhat from last week. But I'm here for the RBC Heritage. It's a hell of a field. Uh, And this course is tough-ish. I linked, I I asterisked that it was a Lynx course in that most of it is tree-lined parklands and tight fairways. But it's a field that, I mean, if they don't withdraw... It's one of the best we've seen here in a long time. Now, does Masters Narrative play into that? Potentially. Meaning that, is this just a reprieve <clears throat> from a long week at Augusta? Yeah. Um, does the speed changes and the grass changes and the length changes and the exhaustion changes factor into things? Potentially. Yeah, I mean, you had 19 under Stuart Sink winning. <clears throat> You've had Wes Bryan winning. You've had Kadira winning. I mean, I play really good golfers like JT and Morikawa, etc. at courses where the strength of it in the field elevate their game. 
I mean, but can they win week to week? And especially in an RBC when they went four days at Augusta and probably pretty exhausted. I don't know. Or does someone like a Russell Knox come in and sneak it? Sneak a win. Anyway, we'll see. Let's talk to Josh. Hey, Josh. Matt. What's up, man? Feeling good? Looking good? I can't Ready tell if you're looking week? good, but you're probably looking good. Um, I mean, off my baseline, I mean, I'm not saying, I don't think my baseline is very good, but off my baseline, I think I'm doing well right now. You showed me a p- picture of your meat tonight, and I loved it. Yeah. What was that? That Wasn't that a nice picture of my meat? <laughs> yes. It was some A5 Wagyu. So how do you prepare that, honestly? Well, there, there are many ways. But I've, this is actually the first time I've cooked it. Um, but I did it in a sous vide, and I haven't had it yet. It's cooking as we speak. And then I'll take it out. I'll throw it on a very high, hot uh, cast iron pan to get the sear. And then down the gullet. I tell you, you're coming to Canada with us and you're our chef. And you're in charge of the entire menu. That I can handle. I can't can't wait. Um, Yeah. So how much is a wine? How much is that piece of meat right there? So... Must, much like your little horse thing, I got roped into this. Uh-huh. So I have a friend who's bought a huge amount for his brother's birthday. And he said, oh, you know, will you take two and a half pounds? And I said, okay, sure. Because I just, you know, I don't like to say no. And so I take two and a half pounds, which is way too much because it's like so rich and fatty. I had a little bit last night and it was phenomenal. But I don't know, it, it, it felt like, Grease was just like coming out of my pores. So, can you freeze some? I'll take it to Canada. Mm-hmm. You, can't, no, you, you no. can't take meat over the border. What am I talking? No, about? You, this this thing you can't let this go bad. So we're we're gonna we're going for round two tonight. And by the way, on the horse thing, I did not. I did not. You are a horse owner now, Josh. By the way, is part of the Showdown Kings, a very elite small group of horse owners that we're going to buy the next Derby winner. And I did not rope you into it because, you know, I wanted my best friends involved. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's like it's like drugs. You don't have to sell it. They sell themselves. <laughs> right? By the way, I I saw on Twitter the rudest states in the country. Yeah, number nine was Rhode Island. I don't agree with oh. that. Well, you've never been here, um, but I would agree with it. Really? Yeah. Like number one's New York, obviously. Well, New York's not New England, but New the New England area and the New York area, like definitely. I'm not. I hear from my wife is from Georgia originally. Mm-hmm. She was up here in Rhode Island. I don't have to get into it. She was doing her internship for vet, which is like residency for doctor. But anyways, so she was up here, no intention of staying. Met me. How could you resist? I oh, decided to stay. But high school know, hear, football I, star. <laughs> I hear from her all the time. That everyone is so rude here, and it's the, and it's the truth. When we go to visit the South. Like, I, I don't know. I walk into, like, the gas station, and I don't want anyone to talk to me. Do not talk to me. I'm doing – I'm buying something, paying for it, leaving. 
And that's the way it is up here. And my wife doesn't like that. I like that. You go down to into anything there and they want to, they want to have like a 15 minute chat with you. It's like, yeah. and she loves that. And I hate that. So really? I don't know, but I definitely would agree that people up here, are, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're to the bit, we're too straight to the point, cut to the chase. But do you know how many people from the, from like big cities are moving to Kentucky now? It's crazy. The guy doing my roof tonight is from California. He's like, I just, I was just done with California. I decided to pick Georgetown, Kentucky to move to. A ton of city people are moving to the South now. You should move well, here. You're a horse owner. The South or Kentucky? Well, Kentucky's the South. You you made the claim the Mason Dixon line, right? South I do. No, I agree that the okay. Kentucky is in the South. My, right. my, I guess I'm questioning that people are actually moving to Kentucky. <laughs> That's rude. Classic not number <laughs> yeah. number nine number. rudeness. <laughs> Go check on your stupid steaks. You no, that's the beauty of sous vide. You just sit and it doesn't. What is sous vide, by the way? <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> <clears throat> this the history of it. I might have wrong, but I'm going to give it a shot. I believe it was invented in France, and um, oh man, my French is really poor. But it's mm-hmm. something about. I think it had. Let me. I want to look it up now, but. I'll, I'll, before I look it up, I'll say what it is. You cook the meat or any, you can do any type of, you can do pork, you can do beef, you can do fish. You cook it in water, but there's no co- direct contact. It's not like boiling. It's sous vide like, means under vacuum. In okay. Damn. Didn't I, did I just guess that? This is no, vacuum? I don't think you said that. Fuck. I actually would have. That was, <laughs> what was there. So anyway, so you, you put it in, you put it in a bag, you vacuum seal it. Then you put it in the water. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about it is that it cooks the entire whatever you're cooking. It cooks at the same uniform temperature, which you can't get that in other types of of heating, whether it be indirect or even direct heat. Like if you put something on a pan, the the part that you know you're the outer part of the thing is going to be cooked more than the inner part. Mm-hmm. And you see that with steaks. Like if you want to have enough steak, it's if you look at your steak, even if you want to go like medium rare, rare, you're judging the inside, not the exterior. The exterior might be well done by the time you have your inner part that's medium rare. Now, obviously, you can, you know, a better cook can do this and make it to kind of man- mitigate that issue, but it would be impossible to have the doneness on the outside the same as the inside. Well, that's bring in sous vide. The entire thing is the inti- entire doneness. Same. I'll send you a picture. My, my wife may fall in love with you because she loves this cooking talk. Plus, she yeah. loves all the shows you like, like Last Kingdom. Yes. And maybe Game of Thrones Top 10, possibly. But you guys would just sit and talk for hours. I, I, I'd, I'd love it. Mm. I, you know, she, I have no doubt she would love me. <laughs> it's kind of why your wife stayed in Rhode Island. <laughs> all right. Harbortown um, Lakes. I'm, I'm the ultimate girl's girl. Oh, you right. <laughs> you got me you got me on Nathan for you by the way. Yes, the Which, best show. The best show. Okay, we, any should we just do this pod discussing episodes of that rather than talking about golf? I would rather, honestly. Oh my god, that Nathan, show is Do you I I I I knew you were going to like it. Right. But don't you think that I bet there I bet the majority of people would think the show is so stupid. But there are a certain few who think this show is the funniest thing in the world. I'm. Do you, do you agree with that? Yes, because I'm in marketing and I and I like business challenges. And he so commits to changes in business 
that he'll completely spend a trillion dollars, not admitting he was wrong. It was. It's so good. Oh my gosh! So if you're if you're watching this HBO Max, Nathan, for you, I would start with probably episode season three, episode one. Yeah, you don't. They to the viewer or listener, they um. You, they are, you can watch them out of order. There's no, Mm-mm. there's mm-hmm. nothing. The only thing I would say that it builds on that if you were watching it out, this is this idea that he wants to like through his business ventures, make some friends or find a lover. <laughs> that would be the only theme. And he's always unsuccessful, but that would be the only running theme, but you can watch them out of order. I would say the last episode of season two or season two, uh, episode eight, season three, episode one, those were great. I mean, DM us. We'll, we'll say it we'll, again. Oh my God. That was so good. Again. <laughs> again. Yeah. Again. DM us. We'll give you the, we'll give you some ones to jump right into and you'll be. If it's like, it's, it's basically Seinfeld or Curb on steroids. Yeah. It, yeah. So um, let's talk golf. Sure. So there's your sous vide, uh, Kentucky Derby roping in Rhode Island's rude, uh, HBO education. Harbortown yeah. links. Now we're kind of, we're kind of just exhausted with golf, but Harbortown, this, you know, right. The big sigh. Is it, this is, this is the lull in the year, right? Where it's over. Golf's over. It's it, no, no, showdown. I, so see, I think it will pick up a little more when, well, and I guess this probably applies more to people who where it's still cold where I am, but like right now, like I just want to go play golf. Yes. And so like I now it's almost like annoying to watch it on TV. But Anyways. then you got the baseball slappies, right? Cuz I'm yeah. watching baseball right now. How stupid is baseball? It's pretty bad. It's pretty um, bad. See you right. I mean So let's let's let's, let's do some golf. Okay. So Harbortown links, I put a asterisk by links and a U in Harbor. I saw that. Right, because because if you if you deep dive on what links courses are, it's from an old English word called link, meaning rising ground or ridge and refers to sandy area with little to no trees. But Harbortown links, if you look at it hole by hole, is all tree lined for the most of it. I mean, like 90% of it is tree lined. Um, it's like any other course on tour, and it doesn't really hit the ocean until the final few holes. With wind and you know you know sparse tree lindedness, but play it's a beautiful course. Amateurs love it. Players love it. One good content bit I wanted to do, well, I won't I won't say it because someone will steal it, so I won't say it. Don't yeah, keep it private. You know what I mean. Um, so this course though is is if you look at people play it, out of bounds is basically anywhere off the tee. I mean, we die here. Yeah. Well, interestingly, I haven't played this or a sister course, but I have played this course on my golf simulator, so I feel like pretty tuned in. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's a shot makers. It's Pete Dye. It's a ton of out of bounds off the tee, a lot of fuckery with narrow fairways, very small greens, and, and I'm a very course history truther. So the course history deniers, those donkeys who got who got killed last week, will perish yet again this week. This is not the week for the uh, the course history deniers. No, for sure. no. I mean, Luke Donald. I think Luke Donald's second here is almost a given. 
There are weeks for it, but this is not one. Not one. They should I sit mean, this week out. Right. Donald, Luke Donald has finished second here, I think, 100 times, and he's terrible. Um, Iron Game. DJ uh, will finish T15, guaranteed. Who, who's that? DJ. Yeah. I mean, I can, well, you can get into that, but I mean, yeah. honestly, do you believe in a hangover from Augusta, both from the speed? the hours, the parties, and driving here for just like sort of a beach vacation, can you make a case for fading like the top? I don't know. It's an interesting – yeah, the, the, the best golfers don't necessarily do well there. But do you remember usually, DJ like 8-1 to one or 6-1 to one in the in a weak field a few years ago? We thought, okay, he's going to swamp the field if it's like the 17th. Yeah. it's. I don't know. It's Usually DJ is – this is a stronger field than normal, right? You, oh, isn't it? Yeah, is this it, is a stronger he, field than any PGA Tour event. Is he, what are you talking about? I mean, most PGA Tour regular tour stops. We got okay. Thomas Smith, DJ, Morikawa, yeah. Cantlay. Okay. I didn't know it was the strongest, but I didn't it's seem like that. But anyway, yeah, but, but isn't it stronger no, this no, year no. than normal? In yes, words, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I don't know. So usually it's DJ. Usually he's coming in and he's not, I don't know. For DJ, I would say he's kind of in a slump, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't know. I think he's going to be coming much lower than projected. Um, what do you have him projected at right now? Well, I, you know, I'm looking at Rotor Grinders and they're like 12.8. I think it's a good number. I don't think it's well, Here's the that. thing. He's he he's much lower on on Vegas odds. He's you know, um, he's not. I think he's definitely not what the third third highest. I don't. He's not looking great in these models. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him come a little under. I'm hoping because I I do like him this week. I guess we just went into a whole thing about how. You got to go with course history, and now I'm going to look at DJ's course history where he doesn't ever top ten and say I like him. So what the fuck am I talking about? But then you get Cam Smith even lower projected, which is odd. Yeah, what do you I mean? I don't know. Cam Smith has to feel like shit after Sunday, right? He, he, I, I think he feels exhausted. Um, but the thing is, I would take these great golfers at courses that are extremely tough in conditions that are tough where the pressure yeah. is on because their game elevates. And I, but yeah, in, a, I in a course where Stuart Sink had what minus 19 last year, these aren't the guys that are typically going to get there on a week where they just want to deflate, have a few vodka sodas on the beach and chill the fuck out. Look at Kevin Kisner, right? Everyone loves Kisner this week. What does he miss like three cuts in a row? He's always at the Masters. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, fuck it. Uh, it. They love this tournament, don't get me wrong. But that's why you see these Kadiras and Wes Bryans winning and Stu Sinks. Because some of them just don't give a shit, in my opinion. Yeah. I guess so. That's such a, And I, I don't disagree, but it's also it's such a difficult thing to try to go through and try to navigate everyone's mindset. That's true. But they can't win every week. Like Morikawa cannot just win every week. He's twenty three percent, twenty three percent projected. 
like okay i mean i mean i don't i I guess dj is the one who uh, dj and jt kind of if i'm gonna go into the mindset of like who really like Disney wants to go out there and get this win. I feel like it, it's more it would be DJ and Justin. Certainly, Cam Smith has been had to f- plenty fine of a year so far, right? But I don't, if you I mean, if you look at this course from off the tee, at least early, and you don't have to be you can be less than driver, but you are completely jacked if yeah. you're wayward off the tee. I mean, you're in someone's grill uh, yeah, on his back I, porch. I mean, I'm not making any. I'm not. I'm not making a firm stance here. Okay. I don't really like Cantlay, although I. I mean, his iron game has been has been bad. Um, Something's wrong with it. I don't know. Um, I, I. If I had to choose between DJ and Cam Smith, I get the same ownership or relatively close. I probably would take DJ. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm playing JT, but I got I I keep on you know this whole highest owned, highest price, and I say this every week, and and then I ignore it, and then I feel stupid come Sunday. So you know, if I have if I have any of DJ, don't I, I'm the most I would go would be matching the field. I'm definitely not going over. Right? And am I saying DJ? I'm I'm trying. Did I say JT or DJ? Well, I think I can distinguish. I was just talking about. That. No, I, was I talking about JT. yeah, highest own, highest price is JT because he's going to be over twenty percent, and the same thing with Sheffield last week. Even though he wasn't highest owned, I just he felt like there. we should fade him and had that work out that fucking killed us. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, Some of us. Um, okay, that's why you're buying a horse, bud, bud. Um, <laughs> um, so, but. The, the guy who I like the most, I think. I I really like Lowry. I do. I do. Because you want a guy that can, you know, probably would want a PGA Tour win. I mean, he's arguably he's really good. played. Isn't he arguably played, like, the top three most consistent golf this, yes. like, this top year? Top five. Top five. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's got to be something that's – and certainly sh- – Shane Lowry doesn't have the same money as these other guys, and I'm. I don't know. Does he have any PGA Tour wins? No, he has none. He's got so, an open win, but he's not PGA Tour win. And I think he'd look good in that red checker jacket. Hell I know it's a yeah. Scottish jacket, but and he's Irish, but still, right. you know. And he plays drunk. I mean, he does well. Drunk. Yeah, and you know, he, I mean, he, my model. I have a note in my model. I love it when I open. I have these models I build, and then I put a note after it, and then when I wrote this one, it said, very good model. So on those weeks, I pretty much just go on autopilot and go off the model, and he's very high. So In your, um, in your model? Yeah. So I'm just – I will be going but, heavy with him. But look how good this field is, though. You got Connors. You got Berger. You got Fitz, everyone's favorite. You got M, Spieth, Neiman, everyone's favorite. Russell Henley, everyone's favorite. That's just the nines, and then and then, which I don't it's, know. If the, yeah, I don't. It's pretty stacked, and you know, it's stacked. This is one of those. You know, when I, you know, I love to dabble down in these in the crap in the sixes. Mm-hmm. There's very little I like in the sixes this year, this week. 
you could make um, an entire you can make five of six in the eights that are very good players. Yeah. I mean like I love Tommy Fleetwood a lot. Interesting. That's interesting. Well, I mean, like what? Top one on or on the green? You want a guy yeah, who, I guess. who wants a PGA tour win the most? It's Tommy Fleetwood. Alex Noren, your guy. You sell me on that guy. Steven no, Kim, Kevin Kisner, I'm, Chris Kirk, some, McNeely. I've been labeled as a Noren Truther. And you are Noren Truther. I used to be, but okay. now that was when he, that, I don't know, he, he's too far removed from, when I used to play him all the time on Euro Tour, he was my guy. Now he's like on the PGA Tour and he just doesn't, this is four he certainly weeks ago. technically doesn't have it, for sure okay. we can say that. Right. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> So he's going to be higher on the Siwoo Kim. We're going to be Siwoo Kim all all day long. Well, right? yeah, Pete Dykhorst, right? I think well, I think Norn and Kim will be pretty equal, right? But I mean, they're right now. I'm looking at Siwoo, Norn, and Fleetwood, and Norn is the highest. Well, even though I don't like Fleetwood, I'll I'll take a lower on Fleetwood over Norn, and I'll certainly take a lower on Kim. Kim's better than both of them, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, the Kirk thing will be interesting because everyone loves Kirk and McNeely. I think at twelve percent projected is wrong. You mean too high? There's a McNeely cult out there. Yeah, and he, he, I, I want some exposure to him, but I would be a little careful. I mean, his like, he could just blow up on a course like this. His around the game, game is really bad. Yeah, but his success here has been pretty. Pretty good. He finished fourth last year. Doopy doopy. Is that true? Yep. Well, yeah. When this when he gets on, he's on. But I mean, that's a tough. Yeah, he finished fourth and fifty eighth. I mean, mm-hmm. um. Let's see. What about this? There's a the kind of a range here that I I don't know that I don't really know what to do with the. Hatton doesn't really interest me that much. Horschel doesn't. Ugh. Although these, this. Horschel's a killer. I mean, you know. Yeah. It, this seems like a course where he's going to show up. and Like everyone loves Henley, yeah. Neiman. These are all the. the these I know. Are, First of all, everybody has bet Neiman. Everybody. Everybody. Yes. I, he, he, he arguably looks bad because he says he likes this course. Yes. He look looked at speed. Speed would be sub ten percent for sure. For sure. I mean, just give me Webb. Webb's the guy, right? Mm, I mean, is Webb a poor speed? Yeah, probably. Um, I don't know. This is a very, very, very tough week. This is a very good field. So I think Kevin Knott. Kevin Knott is at eleven percent. Forget that. He's going to be eighteen. Over 15, at least in my opinion. Are you going back to your guy, Mito? Mo? No, not here. Absolutely not here. So here's a guy who does not have course history. He is getting the ownership, going back to the... But people were playing him before the Masters, and he... I think he's a good play, even into some ownership, and that's Adam Hadwin. Yeah. Adam Hadwin's going to be 17 to 20%. Yeah, I've seen a lot of bets on him too. So that could be I'm 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 jumping off Cameron Young. Uh, Here, yes, hundred well, percent. It's, it's not a length course. It's not a length course. He looked really bad at the Masters and seventy five hundred in this field. I mean, nah. He he should be high sixes, right? No, I would go Harmon two days off 
and and Kucher seems to be getting some love. So does Nah. He, here's here's somebody who I I want to play. I want to get back into this guy. Luke List. Okay, I love it. When, when he comes, sub five percent, right? You don't think of him like this when you 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 don't think of the type of player who can do well here is Luke List, right? Um, I mean, he has up and down course history. I know a few weeks ago I said, oh, I want to, you know, I think Luke List is maybe, you know, when he had that one bad week and I didn't want to go back to him because I said maybe he's regressing. Well, he proved me wrong. He's just a different golfer right now. And he can That's play. Wrong. These, what? Because Luke List, fin- you know, you're right. I'm, th- I'm saying the public's wrong because he finished fourth here in 2018. I remember the round in 2019. He shot a 66 opening round. He absolutely electrified this course. And and he's and he was a different Luke List then. And he's really good around the green. He can he can win here. Um, and, and you know, if you, can, if you find a yeah. sub five percent Luke List, you're fucking yeah. crazy for not I like quadding I like the him. field. Um, I don't know. There's some other names. Like, let's see here. You have EVR and Stink and Tagala, which will be I interesting. Mean, Aaron Wise, no. Spawn, what are we doing with him? Coming off a win and then playing. Tired. He's tired. Yeah, he, he hasn't had a chance to absorb his win, right? It doesn't matter what I do with Charles Howell. He'll always go the opposite way. So yep. he's my – Kazire, same thing. You got Ricky Fowler back, C.T. Pan. It, it's it, – yeah, my man, this field's tough. Hughes, this seems like a perfect Hughes course. It does. Hostler. I'm out on Hughes, and I am usually I usually say, "Oh, I'll have a little for GPPs." He's he's out. Right. Um, Gim, I'm in on Gim. Brennan Todd, Brian Stewart. <laughs> okay, See, I'm, I'm going to throw a name at you in your second. We're going back to Snedeker. That's the name. Yeah. He's an RBC yeah. guy. I was fully out. You know, I had this. I have always had like a. I you know I have a priapism for Brant Snedeker. <laughs> and, by the way, by the way, I swear to God, used priapism about twelve weeks ago, and yeah. I I had to Google it Sunday, yeah, to, to figure out what you meant. Um, and also it's gross. a yeah, gross. A, I mean, yeah, it's a boner that won't go away. <laughs> so that's what I have for Snedeker and. And he did just enough. I mean, come on. At sixty-eight, he found something, and then he and then he was off. I mean, he if something clicked, and he's had you know he had Masters week off to maybe harness that in. I like it. Get back in the winner circle. Prolific winner, Brant Snedeker. Grace, Grace, Grillo. Your boy Jesse Poston. I mean, this I, I see this 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 Neesmith. Projection that better be wrong, but they're projecting at ten percent. That's easy fade. Easy fade. There's no way it's ten percent. I have no, no idea why that's the case. No. Luke Donald. Yeah, we're gonna play him. He's, he's been playing well, right? Uh, I mean, he's been playing okay for Luke Donald, but he's a he's a second place here, automatic course history finisher. I mean, but um, at that point, I mean, you can make a lot of no. Look, he's 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 gained strokes. He's been gaining a ton of strokes recently. Approach, not overall. Yeah, just so so you can make a ton of lineups with nine k or less, 
and quote, leave money off the table, quote, yeah. and make a good team. Yeah. I don't know if you need to leave money on the to- table, but I do kind of like a build where you go like one cheapie and the six and then just all like eights and nines and not take one of the top. Yeah. I like but I, I don't know. There's usually I have I have so many names I want to play below seven K and it's really limited. I mean, I'm not Even playing for Fowler. You? Are you serious? I'm yeah, surprised I'm telling by you. That. I know because usually I'm going to play Gim, <sighs> Grillo, play Snedeker, Grillo, Stewart. No, no Grillo. Don't want that guy. Whaley, alternate. Whaley, yeah, because it is it's got the island vibes. <laughs> Michael uh, Thompson, Pat Perez. No, who is no? Kadira Redmond, Doc Redmond. No, there, this is not. There's nothing down here. Luke Donald. Low Win, low Winham seven Clark? no low seven case that's where it's at. Low C T Pan Sep okay. I mean Knox Danny List. I mean man, yeah This might be the toughest week I've ever seen in my life. I'm just gonna should I just yeah, no. There's a lot to like in the sevens, so hopefully we can I don't know. Do a deal. <sighs> All right, I should probably check on my beef. Check on your meat, man. All right. Love you, Josh. All right. We'll talk to you later. Willie Wilcox had a very good article written about him today that I read and I commented on about his struggles with addiction. And it was a very brave article for him to write. Um, as a as a former professional golfer and someone who's just dealing with life now, and the sometimes the the quote embarrassment quote that some people can make you feel for being damaged this way, and and I thought it was remarkable, honestly. And whereas I'm not brave enough yet to talk about, I mean, I've hinted at it, I guess, my own history with pain, I I resonated with what he was talking about. And sometimes some of the best content comes in the fact from the fact that you're dealing with this stuff on a daily basis and I'm not a huge Stephen Colbert fan and I'm I'm going to try to connect this right now but he had a great segment where he talked about how sadness is an emotional death, but it's not a defeat. And you have two options when you're dealing with pain or sadness, which is, you know, speculating what, what Willie was dealing with. You can either, you can either laugh about it, have emotion about it, accept it, love. I mean, that's why you have a lot of great writers, comedians, 
who all come from a place of pain because that's how they, we, if you want to know why I love to write and love to make jokes, me funny, it's because that's how I deal with a lot of sadness. Or you can fear it and do a lot of evil shit, which is what he talked about. Colbert, he referenced a poem by Robert Hayden, which was excellent. And I posted it on Twitter. I, I did it in replies because I didn't want to be too dramatic about it, but <clears throat> it really, you know, it resonated well with me. A lot. And so, at some point, at some point, I'll be brave enough, like Willie, to talk about it. But, but this, but... That sort of pain, the issues I've dealt with, has given me freedom to write, to laugh, to make stupid jokes. <laughs> All the content that I do, the CEO reviews, the fake cut line crew, it's a healing process for me. I'm not avoiding sadness or pain. I'm just sort of acknowledging my existence and uh, not letting it defeat me, which Colbert put put eloquently. So, you know, some people asked me today because there were a couple of instances today that people shared with me in the morning when I get up. I, I check my DMs and they said, you know, these four people have completely stolen your content. Yes, I am somewhat upset by it because I'm competitive and I'm not naive to the space as to me, competitive space for eyeballs and traffic and views and listens. So at least I'm honest about that. And so, yes, sometimes people just ripping my shit does bother me. But at the same time, as they said to me this morning, someone said eloquently that, hey, it's a compliment. Yeah, it is. But the one thing they can't take, and this is the same for someone like Willie Wilcox at et- Al, is that no one can steal my history. And you can't just become interesting. And you can't just create a story. Like every single day, of my life. And at some point I'll talk about it. It's just writing stuff, talking about stuff and being comedic and funny in order to accept, you know, my life and my reality and deal with bruises, literal and physical. And metaphorical. And, uh, you know, I felt that article with him was great. It's because once you are able to recognize that, hey, I've got a lot of pain in my life. Perhaps if I just acknowledge it and figure out where it's coming from, 
and why I'm damaging myself so badly, perhaps I, I, can, I can at least stop the carnage. I'll never, you'll never heal entirely. The bludgeons are, are just too deep. But at least you can stop yourself from hating yourself. And so that's that. all I can say.